The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. everybody to another edition of MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Tuesday, July 10th edition. We have a massive 15-game slate on tap for you. It's going to be a fun one. Uh, it's great waking up this morning and seeing some happy winners in the SD Slack chat. Some nice nights from our guys there. So, really good stuff there, gentlemen. And we move on to Tuesday's massive 15 games. Like I said, looks like no real... Major weather, you got some wind blowing out between the Phillies and the Mets. To center field, about 11 miles an hour. It's a little warm there. And wind blowing out in Boston between Texas and the Red Sox. Wind blowing out about 10 miles an hour. Let's go to your totals real quick. Yankees, Orioles, 9.5. Nationals, Pirates, 9. Reds, Indians, 9. Tigers, Rays, 8. Brewers, Marlins, 8. Waiting on the Phillies, Mets because we have two spot starts coming up on that one. Rangers, Red Sox. Waiting on that one because Vasquez should be making a start for Boston. Blue Jays, Braves, 9. Royals, Twins, 9.5. A's, Astros, 8. Cardinals, White Sox, 9.5. D-backs, Rockies, Coors, Field Special at 11. Mariners, Angels, 8.5. Dodgers, Padres, 8. Cubs, Gigantes, 7.5. So lots and lots of like there. Lots of totals of 9 and above. So we're going to have tons of offense to pick from. Pitching is suspect at best. You got four guys, we'll say, over 10K because we had Mikolas at 9,900. But there's only two I'm looking at. It's all the way at the top. If you're going up top, you're going Trevor Bauer at 13-6. At home against the Cleveland Indians, he's just been a strikeout machine. And uh, with 31.3% strikeout rate on the year with a 45% ground ball rate. Going up against a Cincinnati team, strikes out 21% of the time. They can't hit the ball like you saw they did against Clevenger last night. That's why I did not understand that price tag at all. If you're looking at a Reds team with a team total of 3.4, uh, lefties 259, righties 283 off of Bauer. And a 144 ISO for the Reds versus right-handed pitching is dreadful. So if you're going to pay up, I support Bauer all season. This guy has turned into one of the top-end pitchers in all the baseball. And I think people are starting to finally give him the credit he deserves. So he's in play at 13-6 if you're going that way. You could look at JV, Justin Verlander, at 13-3 at home against the Oakland A's. Uh, similar to why I didn't really like Cole last night. He's just a little up and down. He's, he's faced the A's once this year, seven innings, five hits, three and seven Ks for – 24 DraftKings points, that's not bad, but on a 15-game slate, you're going to need this price point to give you 30-plus, and he hasn't done that in a while. 
He had, he had 29 fours last time out, and then two hiccups, 10-7, uh, 13-6, and a 28-8, 24-24. He hasn't had a 30-point game since May 23rd. So it's been quite some time for JV. Could it happen this tonight? No doubt about it. Oakland is a team that will strike out 22% of the time to go with his almost 32% K rate. Gives up a lot of fly balls, so the A's might run into a couple in that matchup. Uh, they are the lowest total at 3.1 below the Reds. Lefty's 218, righty's 264. So if you're going to pay up, those two options are in play. I got Bauer 1, Verlander 2, but both options for you tonight. But for myself, most likely I'll be living in the mid-tier of the slate because I want to get a lot of bats, as you mentioned, all those nine totals there. And, you know, Mikolas, not bad. Good strikeout matchup for Chicago, but it's just sketchy because he's not a big strikeout guy. So I'll pass on that. If he gets it done, he gets it done. Not trusting Johnny Cueto yet. JV versus Houston. I'm just not in the mood to target Houston with a guy that's not striking out many at all right now at 9,200. But I will look at a guy like Masahiro Tanaka, 9,100. I'm not all in on him yet. I still want to see some more info that comes out today. But he's coming off the DL after he strained both hamstrings uh, running the bases. He's faced Baltimore twice this year. 11 and two-thirds innings, 7 and 14 Ks over a K per inning. Averaging almost 18 points a game against the Baltimore Orioles. Last time he faced him was in Baltimore. Uh, on June 2nd, five and a third, eight hits, four earned. He had three homers. That's what Tanaka does. We know this. One walk, seven Ks for 16.6. Sandwich. They'll have a sandwich in between a 24-1 and a 27-9. Um, he's, he's been getting, you know, he had seven or more Ks in three straight starts. He gives up almost a home run every game. You just got to accept that one right out the gate. It's a risky play. It's a GPP play at 9,100. But when you're looking at Baltimore, they strike out 24.5% of the time. And Tanaka's a minus 190 road favorite as he's, as he's facing Andrew Kashner in that matchup. He has a 25% K rate, 14% swing strike, 45% ground ball. So lots and lots to like. He will give up the long ball. Get used to it. It will happen. But they have a total of four. It's like seventh or eighth lowest on the slate. Uh, and the Orioles have a 292 Woba, which is below average and a barely below, above average 159 ISO. Versus right-handed pitching. So Tanaka is a very intriguing play on the slate. It could be risky. I do want to see more. Like, is he completely ready to go? Um, how, you know, I want to hear more about what he's got. But at 91, he stands out as a very interesting guy to pivot off the top. A guy I love today, and I'm afraid a lot of people will love him. And I feel like if I fall in love with him, he's going to be removed in the first inning with seven blisters. But it's Rich Hill. He's in a phenomenal match with the San Diego Padres. Um, I loved the matchup for Kershaw. I just didn't like his longevity. He was okay last night. He pitched really well. He's, you needed that to go longer. Um, now he's facing, uh, you got Rich Hill at 8,600 in a similar matchup. Hill's coming off of an 18.3, a 28.2. He had a 7.9 at the Mets and then a 22.5 against Chicago. Those are his four starts he's had since returning from his last set of blisters. So 18 or more in three of those um, four starts. He has five or more Ks in all those starts. He's been very, very good. Two earned runs or less in three of those four starts. Um, facing a San Diego team, which strikes out 24.5% of the time versus left-handed pitching. Something we can definitely, definitely look at there. Gives up a lot of fly balls, so he might give up a home run or two. That might happen. But if the Ks are there and he gives you five, six, seven innings, you can definitely enjoy that. San Diego has the fourth lowest total at 3.6. They have a 298 Woba, which is below average versus lefties and a barely above average 163 ISO. So Rich Hill at 8600 bucks is a play I really, really like. It's tough to play him in cash games because you never know when he's going to get that next blister because they will happen over and over and over again. But for a GPP, you can roll those dice. You can look at a guy like Jalice Chassin at 8500 but those 
Marlins are pesty, folks. They got it done for us again last night in certain ways. We were talking. That's the beauty of the Slack chat. I'm not even joking with you. I know I plug it a lot, but I really think it's a great thing. It gets better and better the more people that get in there. But literally, we're going through stuff as an hour before lock, and it's like, you know, there's some value with the Marlins. And uh, one of our guys said, Castro. I said, yeah, I got Castro on Riddle. Well, Castro goes deep off a hater. Riddle gets you 10-plus points. And they were so low, um, uh, below 4% owned on a nine-game slate. It's outstanding. 15-game slate ownerships can be spread out a ton. Won't be as big a deal. But it's, it's they're always interesting to look at there. Um, but you got Jaleese Chessine, who's been playing well this year. He's not on my list of things to do right now because he's very, very polarizing. He's been much better uh, at home than on the road. He has faced Miami once this year. Six innings, four hits, nowhere in five Ks for 23-3. So he's on my radar as someone to definitely dig in more on as Miami strikes out 23% of the time. So we can give him a solid look um, if you aren't using Miami. Uh, you know, they have a 303 Woba, which is average, and a 131 ISO below average with right-handed pitching. So Chasin at 8,500 is a guy you can definitely look at and evaluate some more and maybe log into uh, the, the options today. And I'll, I'll add him to the list for now as we see where this continues to go. Because next up, you got a guy in Garrett Richards making a second start off the deal at 8,400. He faced the Seattle Mariners his last time out. He's faced them three times this year. Um, 14 innings pitched, four earns, 18 Ks, averaging 20 DraftKings points. Last time out was 25. Those are kind of skewed stats because he got injured to start before that against Seattle. But uh, he's been very, very good this year. You know, 25, got a 16, 6, 32, 6, hiccup, 12, 5, 28, 11, 32. We lo- we've, we've rode him quite a bit. His two full starts against Seattle is like a 26 and a 32. He's played very, very well against them. They strike out over 20% of the time. Uh, he's got a 50% ground ball rate, 27% strikeout rate. Seattle has a team total of 3.88, uh, 2, 4, 6, 8th lowest on the slate. Lefty's 305, righty's 334, so reverse splits when it comes to Garrett Richards. Uh, definitely a guy I can like in this mid-tier at 8,400. Like I said, the mid-tier is someone we're definitely going to have to dig in on tonight. The last guy I want to mention, and he really gets me intrigued, making his uh, major league debut. He's one of the Phillies' like top 10 or 11 prospects. Iniel De Los Santos. He's 7500 bucks. He's been crushing it in AAA Lehigh Valley this year. Um, an ERA in the uh, low ones, I believe. Come on. Um, baseball reference is freezing. But he has an ERA in the low, uh, low twos, high ones. But the part I want to bring up is he is extended. He's gone six innings in his last three starts. He's gone six or more in all but five games this year. He's gone five or more in all but two games this year. Uh, he's made 16 starts. He's been very, very good. His, you know, his last start, he's pitched 77 pitches. But before that, 96, 102, 94, 115, 87, 89, 89, 101, 92, 108. He's been extended all year, all year long. His lowest pitch count was 71. That was the second start of the year. And he strikes guys out a lot, a lot of five-plus K – he has five or more Ks in all but three starts this year. And he's only given up one, two, four, five, six, eight, ten. Ten home runs out of 16 starts this year. And half the starts, he hasn't given up any. So this kid looks really, really good. He's got a, a, an insane, really, really good strikeout rate um, with the Lehigh Valley Club. As I pull that up right now, his K per nine this year is 8.2, which is not bad. We look at his, um, he's only walked 31 and he struck out 87. In his 95 innings pitched, again, a, a 1.89 ERA. He's been very, very, very good. So it's an interesting play because you never know how guys are going to do in their debut. But it's 7,500 bucks going up against a uh, New York Mets team that strikes out 21.5% of the time versus righties. You know, um, 
They have a 309 Woba and a 166 ISO, both average versus righties. If you want to play Conforto or Nemo or whatever, I get it. I totally get it. But at the same time, it's a very intriguing matchup for the mid-tier price of De Los Santos at 7500 That you, you got a guy that, barring something crazy, should give you five or six pretty strong innings. Might give up a couple runs, but could get the strikeouts that are in that Mets lineup. So I'm looking at a guy like De Los Santos at 7500 So in this mid-tier here, I got Rich Hill 1, De Los Santos 2, Chassin 3, Richards 4, Tanaka 5. I really like the first four there a lot. You could do a lot with those guys. Mix and match, get some bats, make some magic happen. Because as we drop down below 7,000, it's really, really sketchy. There's only a couple I can look at here. I'll look at a guy like Ian Kennedy at the Minnesota Twins. Kennedy coming off the DL. You know he's going to give up a lot of long balls. But the Twins also strike out over 21% of the time. It's a very, very uh, scary matchup. The Twins are the fourth highest total at the moment. But only a 311 Woba and a 174 ISO. It's, the ISO is good. The Woba is average against right-handed pitching. So you can look at a guy like Ian Kennedy. The other one's Mike Leake at 5900 bucks against the Angels. He's been pitching really well of late. Had a little hiccup against the Angels. But uh, I can go back to that well for a cheapie if you need it. The Angels strike out a little over 20% of the time. Good 49% ground ball rate. Does give up the hard contact. Uh, the Angels have a 4-6 total. Lefties 419, righties 344, and a 318 Woba 172 ISO, which are both pretty good. So it's not the sexiest of matchups by any means. But when you have to pick your poisons down below, those are the kinds of guys you look at. So ideally, we don't want to go there, but if you have to, that's what I'm looking at for now. Um, I got Leak 1, Kennedy 2, because when you're looking at these low guys, Stroman in Atlanta, that terrifies me. Jeremy Hellickson, you could go with him against Pittsburgh, but he's just been a mess of late. And saw what Pittsburgh did last night. Wouldn't be shocked if they did it again tonight. Not going Pablo Lopez, Eric Lauer, Dylan Covey, Andrew Kastner, Sal Romano, Gallardo, Stanek. Really nothing you want to go running to down there, so... That'll do it for your pitching. Again, recapping Bauer, Verlander up top in the middle. Rich Hill, De Los Santos, Chassin, Richards, Tanaka. That's your middle. That's your sweet spot right there. And then down below, Mike Leake, Ian, Kennedy. Uh, before we go on to the bats, let me talk to you about Draft. Draft.com, Draft in your app store. Fun way to play fantasy sports. Snake-style drafting, and it's done in under five minutes unless you do the best balls. The NFL best balls, which are absolutely awesome. They have the slow drafts. They have fast drafts. They do them all. Uh, drafts, hold, you're done. No waiver wires, no nothing. Uh, it's, it's really, really great way to play. Use promo code SD Sports when you make your first deposit. And you'll get entry into a free $3 tournament of your choice. Baseball, we got golf this week. Uh, for the John Deere Classic, you got the, the British Open next week. Um, you got NFL Best Balls. The $3 tournament goes for any of those. You pick it, you enjoy it. But tons of fun ways to play. Go check it out. Draft.com, draft in your app store. Promo code SD Sports for entry into a free $3 tournament. I absolutely love draft. It's a fun, fun way to play fantasy sports. Uh, kind of gives you a little mix of DFS meets real life, long-term, season-long fantasy. So tons of fun there. But uh, check it out, draft.com, draft in your app store, promo code SD Sports. Now to the bats, to the catcher's position. Wilson Ramos told you I absolutely loved him last night. He went to Ding Dong City, 19 points on the day. He's just been crushing baseballs because that's what Wilson Ramos does. I like him again tonight at 4300 bucks. Um, I'm not as in love with him, but I still like him a lot against Matt Boyd. You got a Tampa Bay team with a 4-5 total, which is very good for them. Lefty's 262, righty's 319 off Boyd. So Ramos definitely in play for you once again. When you slide down the list, maybe a Robinson Chirinos at 42 against Velasquez. That could be an interesting play there. But I prefer to go to the likes of maybe a, um, a uh, where do you go? 
You know, you got Gaddis versus a lefty at 42, but a, uh, a Max Stassi cheaper at 36 versus Manaya. Uh, a John Hicks at 3,600 versus Stanek in the Tampa Bay bullpen are a couple options you can look at there. Um, Sal Perez has been struggling a ton, but against Sleggers at 35 could be one. One I really do like in this price range here, you could go to uh, Jan Gomes at 3,400 versus Sal Romano. The Indians are going to be another high total, 3.6, currently the second highest on the slate. Lefty's 387, righty's 383, 33. So a guy like Jan Gomes at uh, that $34 price tag is a good one in that mid-tier. Maybe, maybe a Mitch Garver at 34 versus Kennedy could be another one you could take a peek at in that uh, middle threes. Dropping down to the bottom threes and below. Like Tucker Barnard at 3K versus Bauer is a one-off. I don't hate that just because oh, he's been so damn good. I really, really do like that. Um if for a punt, but don't don't run to do it. like a Omar Navarre's twenty nine versus Mikulas is a punt. Uh, you got your Coors catchers. Uh, Martin Maldonado's been swinging it well. He's twenty nine hundred versus Mike Leak. Lefties and righties have hit Leak fine. So Maldonado at twenty nine is another cheapie. You can definitely look at there. Other than that, uh, check your lineups. Value always comes out. First base Goldie at fifty nine in Coors versus Anderson is outstanding. It's crazy in Coors you have. Corbin at like 10-4 and Anderson at 82. Two expensive guys at a total of like 11. Um, and we look at the D-backs, 5-3-3 total. Lefty's 324, righty's 288. Anderson's had a good reverse splits, but Goldie and Coors at 59. If you're paying up, you're paying up right there. If not, you look at guys like Jesus Aguilar, who went deep again yesterday at 5,100. is an outstanding play. Max Muncy's cooled off a little bit. He does hit lefties well at 5K, so he's still on the board, but he has cooled off. But I do see that heating up again sooner than later. You go 4800 bucks to a guy like Matt Carpenter, first base, third base, against Dylan Covey. Definitely, um, we got the Cardinals at a 5-2 total. It's a heck of a total. We have one, two, three, four, six teams at the moment. We're still waiting on a handful more that are over five totals. That is insane. Uh, lefty's 356, righty's 340 off Covey. So uh, Matty Carpenter at 4800 bucks is definitely in play. Uh, farther down you look, you can go to guys like Mitchie Tubags at 44 against Gallardo. He's worth a play. Uh, Jose Martinez against Dylan Covey at 4300 bucks. You can play Carpenter at third and, and Martinez at first if you want to stack. That is an option. If you want to look at guys that haven't you know, really lit the world on fire this year but are in phenomenal matchups and you're not as worried about ownership um, on a 15-game slate but some really low owns, Toronto Blue Jays, uh, Justin Smokes, $4,100. Starting to slowly swing it a little better. Lefty's 376, righty's 321 off Teheron. We know how that ball flies out to right field in SunTrust Park. So keep a guy like Smoke on your radar at 4,100 as a pivot off of some of the quote-unquote chalkier plays, even though, like I said, there shouldn't be as many on this slate. Uh, you go down maybe a Carlos Santana at 41 versus Gagnon, but I'd probably rather have Smoke at that price point. Uh, Steve Pierce, he's hitting righties, he's hitting lefties. He went ding-dong cover boy, went deep for us yesterday. He's 4K versus Yavani Gallardo. Boston's going to be ch- – well, I keep saying the word even though it shouldn't be. Boston should be popular again tonight. Uh, lefty's 392, righty's 326 against Giovanni Gallardo. So Pierce is an interesting one at 4K. You know, Greg Bird hasn't been great, but he's 4K. A guy like a 4K is Yonder Alonso. He went deep yesterday. He's always a nice pivot off of the uh, more popular guys on the Cleveland lineup to go to a guy like Yonder Alonso, which one of our big winners last night did. So definitely an option there. Uh, CJ Crum, a guy I had with Wilson Ramos last night. He's 39 versus Boyd. He's in play for me yet again. He's been on fire. He's a streaky hitter. You ride the streak while you can. He's got 17 and 21 back-to-back, seven before that. Had a couple double digits, a few games prior to that. 
So Corona 39 versus Boyd is someone you can definitely look at as well at this price point. If you're going to pay up for pitching, look for some savings. You look that direction. If you want to try to pick and choose who Verlander gives up the long ball two medals, and at 39 could be a pivot in a GPP as well. Sliding down even farther on this first base position, which as you'd expect on a 15-game slate, is absolutely loaded. You got guys like Kendris Morales at 35. He might not be in the lineup, though, because of no DH. So keep an eye on that. It'll probably be Morales or Smoke. So Smoke's 41, Morales 35. Either one is in play for you. But you got guys like uh, a punt I really like is Logan Morrison at 3,500 versus Ian Kennedy. We know a lot of hard contact, a lot of fly balls, definite savings there with Lomo. Again, Minnesota's got a 5-4 total. Lefty's 351, righty's 368 versus Kennedy. So Lomo at 35 is a phenomenal Phenomenal value at the first base position tonight. Um, other than that, Louis Valbuena, first base, third base at 33 is another nice value play. You can look at on a pretty loaded slate if you're going to pay up for some pitching. Hunter Dozier at 3K versus Sleggers is another one you can look at um, as a punt option for you. Not running to play him as I like some of these other options, but you can go there. And then Justin Bohr, I've, I skipped over him on accident. 3,700 versus Chessine. Price went up from yesterday. We do know lefties can hit seen, but there's a lot down there that I really like. If you want to save it first base tonight, you can, and you can kind of pick guys that have more double dong upside for cheaper than the guys that have double dong upside for 6K. So you can definitely get some savings at first base and still sleep okay. Second base, got Javi Baez. He's just torching everything, but I'd rather go to Ozzy Albies at 51 $100 cheaper. I think that's a much better spot there versus Stroman, uh, even though Cueto, yeah, we'll see how that goes. It wasn't pretty the first time. Uh, yeah, DJ LeMahieu and Coors versus Corbin at 47s in play. Scooter Jeanette, even though it's Trevor Bauer, Bauer can give up some loud contact if you want to be super, super, super contrarian. Cincinnati, Oakland, those kind of plays are there. But I'm not running to do it on a 15-game slate. There's a lot you can do and be just fine. Um, Cesar Hernandez at 43 versus Gagnon is definitely in play. Gagnon making the spot start for the Mets. Um, farther down, Starling Castro just crushing baseballs. Righties, lefties, he's 4,300. Went deep last night, like I said. He's averaging 10.8 his last 10. 19, 6, 16, 12, 10, 10, 14, um, 2, and 9. So 9 or more points in 8 of his last 10 games. 10 or more in 7 of those 10s. He's been crushing it. At 4,300 bucks for his chess scene, he's in play as a uh, as a lower 4-priced uh, second baseman. Cattell Marte versus Anderson at 42. Definitely in play in Coors. That's a kind of a discounted for a Coors price. You can look at a Yohan Moncada at 41. He's just been very, very tilting. If you aren't using De Los Santos and his Drupal Cabrera at 41, is in play for you as well. Brian Dozier, how'd that go, guys? Yeah, I was worried. I'm telling you, I liked Danny Duffy last night. It was very, very nice. But uh, Kennedy gives up a lot of loud contacts. So if you want to be different, you can go there. Uh, Daniel Descalso at 4K and Coors is in play. That's a discount for a Coors price. Uh, Jason Kipnis at 3800 bucks, definitely in play. I believe he went deep. Yep, he went deep again last night. Averaging 7.7 his last 10. He has nine or more in uh, three of his last four. He's slowly having a better better month of July here to kind of make his season look a little better. So a guy like Kip at 38, you can definitely uh, plug into your lineup for a, a savings. That's how you can get a little piece of that Cleveland offense. You know, you go Kip at 38, you go um, Yonder at 4K, and maybe a Gomes at 34, and they're all in the back of the lineup together. Voila. Stuff like that. Mix and match, have some fun. Little Daniel Robertson of uh, Tampa Bay at 36 for his boy for some savings at second base. He's second base shortstop. Um, Alan Hansen at 35. He's struggled against lefties, so be careful there. Uh, Ian Kinsler at 35 could be a cheaper second base option for you. 
Willie Adamos versus Boyd, second base shortstop at 34 is in play as a cheaper option as well as Tampa Bay. Could be in for another big night. We shall see. Um, other than that, not a ton. Maybe a Chris Owings if he cracks the lineup. He's second base outfit at 3K in Coors Field. Keep that in mind. That might be the... If there is chalk on the slate, that could be it if he cracks the lineup. Uh, third base, you got Jose Ramirez, who's always a great play at 5,900. Always, always. You got Arenado and Coors, though, at 58, which is outstanding, which should give um, Ramirez a lot less ownership compared to normal on uh, any slate. So that'll help. You got Bregman at 53, which is intriguing. Max Muncy mentioned him. You got Jake Lamb and Coors. Mitch Carpenter at 48. I like a lot versus Kobe. I think that's a really sexy play there. Uh, Anthony Rendon at 47. I like him quite a bit again against Joe Musgrove. So I'm going to keep an eye on there at 4,700. But one that's really nice, 46, is Rafael Devers. Slowly getting it going here uh, as the months heat up. He's averaging 8.4 his last 10. Put up a goose egg yesterday, but prior to that, 5, 11, 10. Um, really got going at 38 about a week ago. Good spot against Giovanni Gallardo. We already talked about Boston having such a great uh, look on the night. And lefties at 392 off Gallardo. So uh, Devers usually goes overlooked, so 4,600 could be a nicer play. Eduardo Escobar at 44. Uh, Miles... Uh, Mike Moustakis at 44 aren't bad either, but Devers I like a lot right there in that range. 44, 45, 46, uh, even 47. Farther on you go, Travis Shot 44 could be very interesting versus Lopez. He's not a really good pitcher at all. you got Justin Turner versus Lefty at 4,100. That's in play for sure at that price point. Young Harris Solarte could be a pivot at second base, third base for 3,900. Could be a nice cheaper one for you. Uh, Yolmer Sanchez at 38. Yeah, you'd probably rather go up to a, a Solarte at 39 if you could. Yeah, Christian Villanueva, we said Hill's been giving up the long ball. So if you are going to fade him or have some one-offs, Villanueva versus lefty is what he does. 3800 bucks is intriguing in that matchup. Like a Jorge Polanco against Kennedy at 38s in play. Uh, Brian Anderson went deep yesterday. That guy's crushing balls. But Young Camargo at third base shortstop at 37. Definitely in play in that matchup versus Marcus Stroman. That Toronto-Atlanta game might get overlooked on this slate, and it has some sneaky appeal. Very sneaky appeal. As you slide down a little farther, like a Matt Duffy at 3,600 as a cheaper third-base option. Wilmer Flores at 35 is a cheaper one. He went deep, had the walk-off yesterday for the Mets in game one of their double dip. Um, Louis Valbuena at 33, already talked about him, was a nice punt as well. And maybe some Colin Moran at 3,200. I think that's an outstanding punt play against Hellboy, Jeremy Hellickson. When you look at the Pittsburgh Pirates, 444 total, lefties 356, righties 323. So, you know, we've found a ton of value on this. That's why you can go in that mid-tier and get a couple good mid-tier guys. Or if you want to pay up, you can. You know, Pirates are cheap. Blue Jays are kind of cheap. we got some cheap Indians we found. The Rays are cheap. There's a lot. You can, the, the Blue Jays, there's a lot we can play with on this slate and still have that, you know, if you're going to go cheap, go for the power guys. Go for the home run upside guys. They might strike out four times or they might go deep twice. That's the kind of stuff you're playing with, unless you're playing cash, of course. Shortstop, you got Frenchie Lindor at 58 against Romano, which is a phenomenal, phenomenal spot for him there. Uh, Trey Turner is very intriguing. Trevor Story versus a lefty and Coors at 53. Virtually a lock and load most times. Most times a lock and load. So that's a, a very good play, of course. You have Bogey at 5K versus Gallardo. Um, sliding on down, you know, Machado could be that guy that takes Tanaka deep at 49 if you want to go that direction. Gene Segura at 46, not running to play that, but doesn't suck. But Didi Gregorius against Kashner at 45, that has my attention. Mentioned Eduardo Escobar already. Got Nick Ahmed at 43 and Catel Marte at 42 and Coors. Those will be some popular plays. Paul DeYoung back from the DL. He's 41 versus Covey. That could be a, a nicer 
kind of cheaper play. I mentioned Jorge Polanco at 38, Yohan Camargo at 37, both nice. Also, uh, Anderson Simmons, 3800 bucks versus Mikey Leak. Like that a bit, averaging 7.2 his last 10. That's a good spot. I'd almost probably rather roll the dice on like a Camargo or a Polanco, but Anderson definitely in play for you right there. Outfield shortstop eligible, Kiki Hernandez, face on a lefty at 3700 That's a solid solid play for you there at shortstop or the outfield, either or. Um, JT Riddle, 3500 That price tag keeps creeping up as he just keeps balling out. Uh, he's in play again against Chassin. Definitely in play again if you're fading Chassin. So look there. I mentioned William Adamas at 34 already. That's not the worst play in the world. Uh, a little farther down on some guys. Um, Miguel Rojas at 3K is definitely uh, in play. If you need to completely punt, I'm not running to play. I'm like saying, hey, he's in play because you have to play him. He's in play if you have to punt. And then Denny Echevarria at 2800 bucks is another punt you can do at the shortstop position. In the outfield, it's going to be insanely loaded for a 15-game slate. So, you know, bets the usual guys outstanding. Trout versus Leak's great. Jose, uh, J.D. Martinez outstanding again. You got Blackman and Coors. These are all captain knives. I love the Red Sox tonight, which no no dub, Boba. But they are in a really good spot there. Got A.J. Pollock and Coors at 54 versus Anderson. It's very exciting. Benny Boy, Benny Biceps at 53 versus Gallardo. Red Sox just loaded. But it's going to be tough to get those bats unless you take those punts that are not good. Not good. Harper went deep yesterday, which is good to see at 5,200. You got Peralta and Coors at 5K. Uh, if you want to kind of get weird, Stanton at 5K is one of the ones I like a little more at this price because people are going to be looking up, looking up, looking up. He's averaging 10.3 his last 10. He uh, in the double dip yesterday at a 10 and a 19. Uh, so 10, 19, he has gone 8, 9, a 2, and then an 18, a 21, a 3, a 10. You know, he's all or nothing, but he's up to a 272 average now at 22 homers on the year. Uh, really, really getting it done. So Stanton at 50, uh, 5K, very nice. Since you chew at 49, can be intriguing. Aaron Hicks at 49. There's going to be so much to like up here. Castellanos at 4,800 is outstanding. Um, you know, Michael Brantley at 48 is outstanding. Will Myers at 48. Three-homer game over the weekend. Eddie Rosario at 48. Love me some Juan Soto. He went ding-dong. The childish Bambino went deep yesterday at 4,800 bucks. So keep an eye on him. Um, you slide down a little farther. Maybe have Brett Gardner at 45, Matt Kemp at 45 are both in play. You know, you got the Marcakis and Ciarte combos in Atlanta to go take a look at. This is, on a slate like this, as loaded as it is, this is where the Slack chat comes into play, folks. We can break things down, navigate the minefields even more, especially when lineups come out, because this is just overload. Odubel Herrera at 4,400 versus Gognon. Uh, Gregory Polanco really heating up again, 4,400 bucks against Hellickson. He had 32 points last night. He had a 3 the night before, then 11, a 16. Uh, 0 3 2, then a 19, 12, and 12. Really getting it going. That's double digits in like six or seven of his last 10, plus that 30 pointer last night against Hellickson, who lefties just destroy right now. So Polanco at 44, definitely a guy to take a look at in that matchup. Uh, farther down we look, we'll get with Merrifield's in play. Teoscar Hernandez is a contrarian angle there. Uh, you know, Kyle, T- no, Kyle Schwarber at 42 could be very interesting. Uh, Joey Gallo in a GPP only at 41. It, it's starting to separate a little more down here. But like a Curtis Granderson is a phenomenal GPP play because no one ever plays him. He leads off. He's facing Tehran in that ballpark from the left side at 4K. It's value. It's got upside to go deep. You got to like stuff like that. Steve Pierce at 4K. We talked about him already. Um, I don't know if I could been, uh, Brandon Nemo, if you aren't playing De Los Santos at 4K, I can understand that play. Um, 
Cargo and Coors at 39 is intriguing. McCutcheon versus Quintana at 39 has got some upside to it there. Max Kepler with his power at 39 versus Kennedy is in play. Corey Dickerson, 3,900 versus um, Hellickson. Another piece of that Pirates offense. Dickerson put up a 17 spot last night. He's been heating up 17, 8, 5, 16. Nice little run there. He had a 9 and a 21 a few games before that. So, C-Dick is definitely getting it going at 3,900 yet again. Sliding down to the mid-threes for you now. Conforto's 3,800. Daniel Palka at 3,700. I like him more in hitters' ballparks, but an intriguing GPP play to say the least. Kiki Hernandez at 37. We already like that. Um, let's take a check-in on Austin Meadows. Yeah, he put up a goosey last night. He's been kind of slumping, so he might be a piece of that offense that you might sit and watch unless you want to get really contrarian. Uh, farther down you go into the – now we are in the mid-threes. Hunter Renfro at 36, definitely in play for you there. Nick Williams at 36 as well. But Renfro's that GPP upside for sure. And Marcelo Zuna's only 3,500 versus Kobe. Yes, he slumped a ton. But if Kobe's off, Marcel could have a big day. So that's a, definitely a GPP look for you there. Uh, Adam Jones at 35 could run into one. Same with Scotty Shevler versus Bauer. Those are G- all GPP type plays. I go Azuna above the rest, but all really good GPP angles for you there. Like a Manny Margot at 35 versus Rich Hill. Another GPP spot to take a look at if you're fading those ways. Even though I'll probably be rolling with some Rich Hill and my nights are going to be awesome or really, really bad, I have a feeling. So that's the that's the Rich Hill. He already gets your stomach churning. At 6.30 a.m. Pacific time. Uh, Greg Allen, if he cracks the uh, Cleveland lineup at 3200 someone to take a look at at that price point. Uh, at the bottom threes here, it's definitely thinning out now. Definitely not as good as it was once was. Maybe it's a save elsewhere, pay up at the uh, outfield position. Rex, uh, Robbie Grossman, 3200 Could be a little bit of value for you. If you look there, like Lurie Garcia at 31 Not the best of values, but he's in play. Uh, Jose Perella at 31 versus Hill. You can look again, Chris Owens, 3K versus Anderson. Like a Jake Marisnik will be in the lineup at 3K versus Manaya. Tyler Naquin at 3K versus Romano could be another cheapie in, in Cleveland to take a look at. So there are guys down here. There's just not the like, oh, wow, look at this guy. So pick and choose. Like Cole Calhoun's down to 2,900. If he's leading off for his leak, you give it a look. He came out hot off the deal, then he's slumping really bad again. But 2,900 bucks for a leadoff guy, you take a look at it. Steven Duggar's out there. Definitely some cheapies, but not the best. Like There's some really good, cheap, better cheapies, I should say, at the other positions. So recapping your pitching real quick, you got Trevor Bauer up top, JV second. In that mid-tier where I'm going to do most of my damage is Rich Hill one, De Los Santos two, Chasin three, Richards four, Tanaka five. And then down below, you got Mike Leake and Ian Kennedy. Again, tons of offense. The Rockies, Indians, Yankees, Twins, D-backs, Cardinals, all have totals of 5.2 or higher. And I'm pretty sure the Red Sox will as well. So we're waiting on that. We're waiting on Red Sox, Rangers, Mets, and Phillies. So a lot to like there on some higher totals. But even, you know, Astros, Braves, Angels, Nats, Rays are all 4.5 or higher. So the Pirates are 4-4. Lots and lots to like here. Lots and lots and lots. Let's do your BVP real quick and head on home. No key birthdays today. Adam Jones, 11 for 22. Two doubles, three homers off of Tanaka. That's a 407 average. That is great success. Um... Machado's taking them deep twice. They've hit 11 homers off Tanaka. That's what they do. Uh, Gregory Polanco, 5 for 13 with a double and a homer off Jeremy Hellickson. Josh Bell's taking Hellickson deep as well. Uh, Jackie Bradley Jr., 3 for 10, 3 doubles off Gallardo. Mookie Betts is taking him deep. Joey Vidal, 3 for 8 with a double and a homer off Trevor Bauer. 
Martin Prado, 7 for 19 with a double off a of Chassin. Castro, 6 for 22 with a double and a triple. Ryan Flaherty, 3 for 11 with a double and a homer off Marcus Stroman. That's an interesting oddball. But Smoke, Molle, Devin Travis, Salarte have taken Julio deep once. Martin has taken Julio Tarrant deep twice. And the Grandy Man has taken him deep three times. Logan Morrison, oh baby, against Ian Kennedy, 7 for 17, a double, two triples, two home runs. Yes, he's cheap. Eduardo Escobar, 9 for 21, two home runs, 429 average. Eddie Rosario, Grossman, Kepler, Maurer have taken him deep once. Dozier's taken him deep twice, 10 home runs off of Ian Kennedy, a 326 team average, 438 Woba, outstanding. Lots to like there. Hunter Dozier has taken Aaron Sluggers deep, two for two with a homer. Lucas Dew has taken him deep as well. Bregman, uh, two homers off of Sean Manaya. Evan Gaddis, a homer as well, and same with Jose Altuve. K with the Chris Davis, three for six with a double and two homers off Verlander. Olsen and Luke Craig have taken Verlander deep as well. DJ LeMay has hit 375 off Patrick Corbin, 15 for 40, three doubles and four home runs. Trevor Story, five for 14, a double and a homer. Charlie Blackman's gone deep, hitting 290. Arenado's got two homers. Desmond Cargo each have a homer off of Corbin. Uh, Nick Ahmed, four for seven with a homer off Tyler Anderson. Mathis and Jake Lamb have taken him deep also. Gorky Hernandez, three for six, two doubles off Quintana. Posey's taking him deep. Jason Hayward, five for 20, two doubles and a homer off Cueto. Swarber's got a homer. Rizzo, two homers, but they're hitting a buck 65 off Cueto. Mike Trout, seven for 14, three doubles and a homer off a leak. Justin Upton, 10 for 26, double, triple homer. Valbuena, 12 for 28. It's a 429 average, three doubles. Anderson Simmons, 9 for 24, three doubles and a homer. That's 375. There's a lot to like with that. Kyle Seeger, 11 for 40, the double and a homer off of Richards. Healy and Cruz have taken him deep as well. Um, Andy Margot, 3 for 9 with a double and a homer off Rich Hill. Hunter Renfro's 2 for 10 with a homer. That'll do it for your BVP. That'll do it for quick hits. Hope everybody enjoys this 15-game slate. There's a lot going on. Join us in the Slack chat. If you're not in, if you're not in there yet, it's free. Just ask for an invite. Hit me up on Twitter at BDintrick. Hit the Sports Degens up at the Sports Degens or thesportsdegens.com. There's a feedback link on the website you can go to. Go to our Facebook page. We had a, another member hit us up there yesterday. He's now in the Slack chat. There's a lot of ways to do it. So come join us. We'll keep breaking it down throughout the day. Go check out draft draft.com, draft in your app store, promo code SD Sports. Uh, got a lot going on this week. Dana's got her pitching primer out. Outstanding work. You got the semifinals in the World Cup. Francisco's got you taken care of. We got the Always Pressing PGA DFS podcast with myself and Jesse. It dropped last night for the John Deere Classic. We'll have more content this week for golf and baseball and much, much more. Um, I should have another Bench with Bubba coming out hopefully Wednesday. Still trying to lock down the time there, but it is a big guest for the Bench with Bubba world. So let's check it all out at thesportsdjs.com. I'm on Twitter at BDendrick. Any questions? Let's rock and roll. Let's kick some butt tonight. Let's do it again. I want to wake up to more green screens from the followers because I do this for free because I want to help people, not because I think I'm a god or anything. So I am not. I am just a front person that loves playing DFS. So good luck, everyone, and let's enjoy it as this was MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Tuesday, July 10th edition. I'm out.